The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan. The Craft House Brewery, now with two locations. The Tone Factory Recording Studio. Moonshot.com t-shirt designs. Mr. Antenna, now your host, Jim Tofty. Theaters all over the country, not the least of which are the ones on Broadway, reopened this year. And the excitement could certainly be felt here in Las Vegas, where we have the gem in the desert known as the Smith Center. A full Broadway schedule along with jazz and rock shows are coming soon. Smith Center President and CEO Myron Martin joins me to talk about what is on the horizon. Hello, sir. Hey, hello again. It's been a little bit. <laughs> yeah, as the as the kids say, it's been a minute, right, Myron? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's been a COVID minute. Yeah, it, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you said that word because we were getting ready to do an interview. I don't know if you remember this, but I had you on the phone on the day we were doing it and the time and everything. And you said, you know, let's give it uh, maybe a few days because I'm hearing some things that we might possibly be shutting down. And sure enough, and that was the last time we talked, I believe. And that was, gosh, is it not two years ago, but probably pretty close? Yeah, it was was March 2020. So it's coming up on two years. And I know that this had a great effect on you personally. It had to be just the low point of your activities there at the Smith Center. Well, yeah, low point of our activities, low low point in my professional life. You know, the idea that these family members of mine, the 160 people that I had to furlough and then and then lay off. I mean, it was just the worst thing ever. Yeah, and I know that you spend a great deal of your time traveling to Broadway to watch shows, to preview and figure out what you're going to bring here. So when Broadway shut down, and I don't know, I can't recall if Broadway had ever shut down before this. Was it a wartime thing, maybe previously? I don't know if there was ever an extended period. I'm going to look that up. I'm curious myself now. Uh, in, In my lifetime, I don't think other than maybe Broadway went dark for a day for so 9/11 I think there was I think there was a period of time right. but a much shorter amount of time when Broadway was closed well every everything certainly has taken a turn for the better you sent out a flyer recently to everyone that said our longest intermission is over which I think is brilliant <laughs> with the schedule of upcoming performances and boy is it ever packed one of the things that stands out right away is Bradley Whitford in a Christmas carol how exciting is that yeah to have this this incredible actor you know, we we many people remember him from the West Wing, yeah, uh, and and other things. Uh, to, to perform here on our stage was a was a real treat, and the audiences just loved uh, the show and his performance. And uh, what a great way to kick off the holiday season! Is he touring that all over the country? Is he going to different yeah. cities? Yes. Well, and of course, one of the all-time greats. I mean, she's she lights up a room wherever she goes, and that's Kristen Chenoweth in For the Girls, and that's what New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. You you know, we had we had said that this being Las Vegas and the fact that there are so many things going on uh, in Las Vegas on New Year's Eve, we said before we opened, we probably would never do shows on New Year's. Um, 
And then a, a couple of years passed, and wouldn't you know, we had the opportunity to to share our stage with Kristen Chenoweth some years back. Uh, and now here we go again. We went a, a few years without doing anything on New Year's, and who are we doing a show with? <laughs> Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Pe- people left here so happy uh, the last time she was here, and of course she always puts on such a great performance that uh, I just I, I can't wait to see her again here in Las Vegas on the Smith Center stage. I don't remember how many Tonys she's won, but she's done okay for herself, hasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she's done okay on, you know, in film and television and on the Broadway stage. And of course, her concert career, you know, she she is a trained singer uh, she can sing opera. She can sing popular. She can, oh, popular. That's one of her songs from Wicked. Right. Um, and she can sing Broadway. So, uh, yeah, she, she has a lot of fans and I'm certainly one of them. I remember seeing, I don't know if it was last year or the year before she sang Christmas music with the Mormon Tabernacle. It was just unbelievable, really. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a real talent. She's a real talent. And, and you know, the, the great thing about talking about her or the Broadway shows that have been here since we reopened recently is, is seeing the masked expressions on people's faces as they're coming into the Smith Center again. Um, you know, people have missed this experience so much yeah. that when I say masked expression, I mean, I can see the smiles through the mask <laughs> because, yep. you know, people's eyes light up. They're just so happy to be back, and and that in turn makes me incredibly happy. Somebody who really, I don't know if you can say Broadway without saying Patti LuPone, but she Mm -hmm. is in Don't Monkey with Broadway. Anyone who represents Broadway better than she does, she's just the ultimate, isn't she? Well, and and think about this. Uh, We just lost, you know, one of maybe the the great of all time on Broadway, and, and that's Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. Um, Patty Lapone was Stephen's muse. I mean, she was in so many of his shows and 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 has returned to Broadway in one of his greatest shows called Company. So uh again to to bring her back to the Smith Center uh, I I don't doubt for a minute that uh, when we see her on our stage that She'll take some time to honor Mr. Sondheim. She sure did in an interview that, uh, that they just re-ran. You may have seen it on CBS. I think it was uh, Sunday morning. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, not a dry eye, of course, because it was, I think it, it was maybe from last year, and and she interviewed him, and it was just spectacular. And she, it was obvious what she felt about him. They uh, were very, very close, and... You know, you you look at the people that that he touched in in such significant ways. Bernadette Peters, who has been here uh, at the Smith Center before, and and oh, let's see, I, I can't start making the list. But but the truth is, every student of musical theater, whether they are in high school uh, or they're studying musical theater in college, or they are auditioning for their first shows in New York or or a professional that's been doing this forever, every single one of those people um, 
hold Stephen Sondheim in such high regard that, I mean, you know, he truly is was one of a kind. And I wonder what he thought of the new, uh, you know, Steven Spielberg adaptation of West Side Story. That's certainly something that's going to be big. Yeah, I, I think he was on the record of saying that, that he was really thrilled with what they were doing. And of course, you know, his his star from way back when uh, getting to return in a different role uh, in West Side Story is kind of a wonderful story in, its, in and of itself. Your Broadway series starts with My Fair Lady on January 25th. Just an all-time classic. It's always great to see this. Well, listen, this this is not only an all-time classic, you know, part of what we call the golden age of Broadway, uh, but 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 My Fair Lady, this production is the Lincoln Center production of My Fair Lady. Really? Um, yeah, I, I saw it in New York. It, it it's really 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 beautiful, and and you know these songs that that come out of this uh, Learner and Low classic. Um, you know, I could have danced all night. Uh, you know, it doesn't get better than that. The band's visit in February. What can you tell us about that production? Well, so so the band's visit um, uh, really took Broadway by storm because um, it it had such an, a unique kind of um, story to tell, and um, it won ten Tony Awards. It and you know, including Best Musical. Wow. Um, yeah. So all of the obviously the the people who vote for the Tony Awards fell in love with it. Uh, but I, I think our audiences here in Las Vegas are going to like it very much because it's, it is, it is just different enough that it allows us to kind of see people in in a different way, uh, which you know these days uh, we all need to find ways to get along, and and uh, and I think the band's visit teaches a, a wonderful a wonderful uh, lesson, and and how we. Um, we can't assume what, what people are thinking. An all-time favorite uh, coming up in May, and that's Tootsie. Now, is this a musical version of it? It is. This is the, this is the Broadway musical um, that was, you know, inspired by that great movie. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, uh, it comes in, oh, my gosh, you're right, May. The, the, starting May 24th, uh, we, we see that show come. And... Uh, Another great Broadway musical coming to Las Vegas. The play that goes wrong that'll wrap things up in June. What do we know about that? So we um, we are very fortunate to bring it back. Uh, so this is its uh, kind of um, return performance at the Smith Center. This is a play. It's not a musical, but it it will make you laugh. When when the when the title says the play that goes wrong, if you start thinking about what that might mean, uh, you can picture an evening in the theater where everything goes wrong, <laughs> including problems with the scenery. Um, and it's hilarious. It's it's just 
It's just a fun night out at the theater. That's great. Well, uh, you know, I recently had a chance to interview Paul Lanka uh, not too long ago, and he brought it up first. He said, I am so excited that you're in Las Vegas because I could not be more thrilled to be performing at the Smith Center, and that's one of the great <laughs> shows you have coming here soon. Yeah, that makes me so happy to, to hear him say that. And 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 ironically, um, he will be here on March the 10th, uh, 2022. And I say ironically because March the 10th, 2012 was opening night at the Smith Center. So Paul Anka will be here on exactly our 10th anniversary. Oh, that's great. That's great. And it's hard to believe, but two performers who just seem to go on and on, you also have coming up the great Johnny Mathis and mm. Carol Burnett. <laughs> Yeah, two, two all-time favorites. I mean, you know, if you if you look up the the word you know star in in your dictionary, you're probably going to see a picture of Carol Burnett, <laughs> uh, right? I mean, I mean, nobody's bigger. And when she was here last time, um, she actually took some questions from the audience, which people just loved. Nice. But but you know, you you like hearing her stories and and. Uh, and just hearing some of the behind the scenes, being in the room with Carol Burnett is is being in the room with 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 television royalty. Yeah, I mean, I remember. I think she started on Broadway, did she not? Before you'd start seeing her on sitcoms and things. Yeah, she, she she's a multifaceted star. Uh, part of the speaker series, you've got Garrison Keillor. That's pretty great, <laughs> and also Doctor Neil deGrasse Tyson. Now, when Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson comes to town. What will his show be like? Well, again, both of these folks have been here before. Uh, they've got a, a, a following in Las Vegas. But Neil deGrasse Tyson, the, the great thing about him is that he, he's really, really, really smart. But yeah. when he speaks, he doesn't try to speak over people's heads. Yeah, He, try, he speaks in a way that helps us understand uh, the universe in a way that we can, even though he knows way more about it than he lets on. Um, I, I, I tell you, um, uh, this is one of those things that you may see on the calendar and go, oh, that's interesting. Come, come and check him yes. out because uh, you, you won't be disappointed. And of course, no one's ever disappointed with Garrison Keillor. Yeah. You must be very proud of Myron's. This room is, is <laughs> such a gem and such a great place. And when I saw the list of performers that include the Yellow Jackets, Fonda Shepard, Lee Rittenauer, M Melissa Manchester, that's just outstanding. You must be very proud of it. Well, I am. You know, when we were designing the Smith Center, I, I said from the beginning that we needed a, a space dedicated to music, a place that... Um, uh, that where we could bring jazz to Las Vegas, a place where we could celebrate the great American songbook and bring Broadway stars uh, to perform their solo acts in Las Vegas. And the truth is, you know, it was asking for a lot because uh, our city has not had a like a good run uh, when it comes to jazz. Uh, you know, some of our jazz clubs have come and gone, and and uh, and they've opened and closed. Um, but the fact that we were able to to create a place for jazz and cabaret and other live music events, 
in an intimate space with 220 seats or so where you feel like you're in a living room uh, enjoying a, a, a personal uh, a concert with some of the most talent, talented people in the world. Um, it's really worked out beautifully. I, and and as you know, five years ago at our fifth anniversary, uh, the board was nice enough to rename that space Myron's. Uh, it was called Cabaret Jazz. Um, and and it's such an honor to have my name on the space. But it's it's the real honor is seeing people enjoying themselves so much, being entertained and inspired by these awesome people who come to town. Do you ever stand underneath the sign and point to it and go, that's me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'll be honest with you. I still get a little embarrassed by it. <laughs> right. um, uh, in staff meetings, I still call it cabaret jazz. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but you know, the other great thing about Myron's is that it is the home to all the great musicians who live in Las Vegas. Right. So you can see Clint Holmes on a regular basis yeah. and Frankie Marino and Jada Valenti and, and, um, the Lon Bronson band and, and, uh, Oh right. my, my gosh, I could go on and on and on. And you have to see these people live in a room that was designed for live music with the best equipment, sound equipment you can find. Uh, it's a real treat to see these people right here in their hometown. Oh, and I can't let you go without talking about the uh, the Heart of Education Awards, which you're kind of yeah. in the midst of right now, yes? Yeah, so, so we are now accepting applications for the Heart of Education Awards. For those that may not know what that is... The Smith Center was inspired by uh, something that was going on at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., where they were trying to help the superintendent not only um, retain their best teachers, but recruit good teachers to move into their school district. And we were so inspired by it that we said we need to do something like that. And and I don't think I'm being boastful when I say that I, I think we actually created something that's even better. And so so it's very simple. Um, um, what we do, Jim, is we, we encourage people in the community to nominate a public school teacher uh, for a Heart of Education Award. You don't have to be connected with them. You could be a parent. You could be a student, a former student. Uh, you could be someone who saw great teaching a decade ago uh, because of of what they did for your child. Uh, you can be the lunch lady down the hallway that just sees a teacher that goes above and beyond day after day. And what we at the Smith Center do, uh, thanks to our friends at the Rogers Foundation, is we get all of those nominations. And when we get the nomination, so does the teacher. In other words, the teacher gets an email from us with the comments from people saying how great this oh, teacher that's, is. That's great. Makes them feel great. They they oftentimes learn that they're appreciated by people they didn't even know um, uh, appreciated them so much. Um, and and so, so this culminates with us uh, narrowing it down to about a thousand of the best teachers in town. We invite them all to the Smith Center for an evening just for them, a, a performance on stage. They walk the red carpet. They, they get a swag bag full of gifts. 
And that same night, 20 of these people are surprised when we invite them onto the stage, present them with the Heart of Education Award medallion and a check for $5,000 that they get to go home with. Nice. And what about the nominations? How do they get those to you and how much time do we have? Yeah, so the good the good news is um, it, it, it doesn't take you any time at all to actually complete a, a nomination form. You go to the Smith Center website, the Smith center.com. Yeah. Uh, you, you'll see a link there for the Heart of Education Awards. Uh, there's a simple little form. You fill it out. You tell us the teacher's name and where they teach uh, and and what your um, narrative is. You know, what, why is it that you're nominating them? And then you're done. Uh, but we hope that when you fill out the form, you do, in fact, say some nice things about these teachers, because the truth is those emails that they get, they're they're maybe even more important than winning the big prize and going home with the big check. Uh, also, go to the smithcenter.com for great ticket packages and uh, all the information you need on who's going to be at the Smith Center and Myron's and the rest. And Myron Martin, the president and CEO of the Smith Center. Boy, it was a long time, but it sure was worth the wait. It's nice talking to you again, Myron. Nice talking to you. I'll see you at the Smith Center. You got it. And we're so glad the Smith Center is once again buzzing with activity, and Myron Martin always has a big hand in what is happening over there. Once again, check out thesmithcenter.com. That does it for this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. Thank you.